0: make your flex time work for you visit myflexlearning.com slash b to learn more and receive five hundred dollars off the first year that's myflexlearning.com slash b e
1: they are the fabulous learning nerds because if you're tired of the old ways of getting it done you've got the fabulous learning nerds scott dan and zeta are making it fun the best ideas that you've ever heard. So everybody spread the word, you are gonna keep your wheels turning, the Fabulous Learning Nerds, Fabulous Learning Nerds, oh
0: yeah! Hey everybody, welcome back to another fantastic episode of your Fabulous Learning Nerds. I'm Scott Schutte, your host, and with me, you love him, he's here again, although he has a new commute, Dan Coonrod, everyone.
2: Dan the man. Oh yeah,
0: Daniel. Son, what's up, Scott? Driving to work once again.
3: Yeah, some, some. uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: it's good. It's good. It is good. So, what are you are you in the hybrid model, the full hybrid model, the three days out of the week model for work?
3: I'm three days uh, in an office right now, mm-hmm. and uh, two days from home. Oh, it's pretty good. Ha- it's pretty having good. worked from home for the
0: last few years. How is this change been okay? Are you okay with this change? Does it make sense from a 100% Ooh, remote a person question. to a now I'm in the office because person? So how does that feel to you?
3: You know, I, I tell you, it's one of those things where, um, man, this is tough because I, I think like the novelness of it right now is like, ah, yeah, I'm driving into an office. Oh, I'm a big boy now. Um, but you know listen there's just no replacement for work from home like i know that the 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 big forces of the market and the workplace are like trying to like drag everybody back to the office and i i i know of some of the advantages i can definitely feel some of the advantages there but by the same token like man like work from home is like a is a is a job boon or benefit that is worth trading dollars for no doubt about it to have the opposite problem like
0: i'm kind of hankering to get out of my house right like that would be totally totally cool and i used to travel a couple weeks out of the month just to be in my office to people see and talk to and Forced Scott time Mm. is what it was like. I got to work, but I also got to get my Scott time in, which is pretty awesome. You know what else is super awesome? I got a rough idea, but I'm going to ask what. Oh, it's our other guest host, our regular host. Excuse me. Zeta is in the house, everybody. Zeta.
2: Scott, how you
0: doing? You know how I'm doing? Fair to Midland. Totally stole it. Totally stole it. Totally. Totally stole it.
2: <clears throat> totally.
0: Totally stole it. Sorry, Dan.
2: <laughs> Somebody had to do it right.
0: Sadness. I Deep did it today. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, I'm doing all right. I'm
0: doing okay. Um, How are you, my friend?
2: I am doing excellent. Had a really good weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to the new week. Oh, that's
0: right. The last time we got together was before the forest. Does everybody have all their appendages? No one lost anything? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't
2: say the... uh... (laughs) The
0: fact you have to count is very scary to me, but that is okay.
2: (laughs) It's always good to check, right?
0: (laughs) That is fantastic. That's great. I'm glad you're having a great time, Dan. I'm sorry I stole your drop, but that's okay. Um, Folks, we're not... It was well used. I know, right? Well played. Well played. We're not alone this week. We have a very special guest with us in studio. We're so excited Mm. to talk to him. We're going to learn all about him in our topic that we call, What's Your Deal? Hey, man. What's your deal?
1: Jason. Hey. What's your deal, my friend? So, Jason Watson. I have uh, been in content development and instructional design for about a decade. Um, for over three of those years, I've been leading teams, creating positive work, culture and making sure the work gets done at a high level. So how did you get into learning and development? What's your story there? Oh, I've been um, I wanted to be a teacher growing up, actually. And uh, I got into college, started down that path and realized that um, there's not a really there's a high turnover rate for uh, the four years of school you go into for the first year. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if this is for me. And so. I entered the corporate world, started at the car- call center level and worked my way up through a company and have been, uh, you know, just one thing led to the- another. I uh, was doing some technical writing work and uh, they started a, um, an instructional design um, department right in the section of new business that we were dealing with. And uh, I was like, how can this person who doesn't know anything about this job, um, have this job telling us how to do the work. And so I talked to a wonderful lady uh, who is fantastic and has been a mentor to me even to this day. Um, Her name's Mary Nunnally. And she said, hey, read these books, learn um, what's going on, start applying some of these things. And it turns out I had somewhat of a natural aptitude for this. Um, And I've been doing instructional design ever since. I have over a thousand hours of e-learning development experience, um, probably double that in um, experience design and instructor led training and job aids and all of that sort of stuff. Um, So, yeah, that's where I have gotten into instructional design and a little bit about my story. Well, Jason, we're not going to go. We're not going to bury the lead.
0: We're going to go ahead and uh, take the awesome that you're going to bring to the show um, uh, this morning and, um, we're going to get right into it with our topic of the week. You all right this week. And I'm just feeling inspired because we're going to talk about inspiration. <laughs> Where does it come from? How come it eludes us? You know, all that other groovy stuff. So Jason, help us out. Like, um, yeah. I, I, let's just start at the top. Like what is this thing called inspiration and where does it come from?
1: So when I was um, uh, coming on, um, Dan asked me if I wanted to to join and I was like, w- what do you want to talk about? And I said, for some reason, inspiration and in design and learning is coming to mind. This is something that is very near and dear to me. Um, I, uh, I I will always do two things and those two things are I will help people grow and I will create experiences. And a key part of that experience is inspiration for those experiences. And so inspiration, when I was looking at it and reminding myself what this was, is that it's that feeling of being mentally stimulated to manifest what we want to create is the definition that I looked at that I really wanted to focus in on.
2: That was good.
1: Inspiration. Oh, sorry. Inspiration is the feeling of being mentally stimulated to manifest what we want to create.
3: Wow.
2: I love that. That
1: That's inspiring in and of itself. I read that and I was
2: like, that's the
1: one. (laughs) That's the definition.
2: (laughs) We're done. It's a wrap.
0: (laughs) Well, it does beg the, the question, like, all right, fantastic. But what if I'm not feeling it?
1: Yeah. Well, and and that's... And today, I'm just not feeling it. That's one of the things that uh, I wanted to talk about today. Because I've been there. I'm there all of the time, actually. It's, a, it's actually a little bit of work in order to get inspired sometimes. Um, but I remember when I first started, and I was trying to build this like shelving of what is instructional design, what is design, how do I help people learn. Um, I was inspired by everything. I remember being inspired by posters on the wall at a pizza place and a, a menu and every story I read or the TV show I was watching, my brain was just consumed with inspiration because I was building and trying to learn it. Um, and it was just easy to be inspired because I was so excited. And um, do you, do y'all remember that feeling of just being excited all of the time and just feeling like
3: inspiration is oh. around? <laughs> Dude, okay. I, So I'm, I'm super fortunate and I'm easily amused. Uh, and the side benefit of that is being like easily inspired. Like there's just so much good stuff in the world and in life that all the time I'm just like, that's awesome. Um, you know, you talk about like being, uh, inspired by like posters and stuff. When I'm teaching people how to do ID, one of the very first things I tell them to go do is go surf websites and find ads and. And see what those ads are doing, because those are tiny, tight, compact little learning, you know, moments, obviously, to tr- try to get you to click on things sometimes for nefarious purposes. But nonetheless, like that is like this great moment of like design. And like when somebody's new and excited about instructional design, they're like, I just saw this great ad, this great banner ad on a website, which is a phrase you don't ever here anymore but nonetheless yeah <laughs>
1: inspired by a banner ad
3: yes
2: oh i i have to admit <laughs> something um the other day i was playing a little web game on my phone and i actually screenshotted an ad because i was like "Ooh, i love how they did that gradient i love how they did that i'm like i i need i need to use that and so yeah i i've taken some screenshots of some stuff where bah,
3: gradients
2: well you find that's the thing is you find inspiration everywhere you can find it in little places where you're like oh ooh, i like that i want to use that i want to i want to i want to build on that and it's those aha moments that really build that motivation
1: yeah it's so funny even if i think that you know <laughs> i love that gradient is a little bit blasphemous i i understand that feeling that's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> well, wonder if you're like me, right? <clears throat> so let's be honest about life. Like I think this is fantastic. And in a Pollyanna world, all of us are like, yeah, ooh, look at that! Isn't that cool? And the younger I was, <clears throat> right, the younger I was, the more, the more susceptible to joy my life was, right? <laughs> so that's fantastic. That's great. But, you know, I live in a world where we're under the tyranny of now and the tyranny of now is not a really great thing for inspiration because it's like everything's time bound and everything is like, you know, get this done. And when do you need it? I need it yesterday. And so me, a lot of times, not that I don't keep myself open for inspiration and, you know, my mindfulness and stuff like that. A lot of times I got to go hunt for it. Like, hmm, I got to go get this done. Now I got to go on the hunt for inspiration. That That's my experience is like, I got to go find it. And if you're like me, like I have some things I would chat about, but you know, Jason, I would love to hear from you, but what do you do? Like, okay, you got to design a training. Okay. I can go to the template we used every other time, but I really probably shouldn't. I want to get some inspiration. Where do we go? So
1: where do I, I start? I, I felt that same thing. Um, and <laughs> It is so crazy um, that you talk about that because um, as grizzled professionals who've been doing this for a really long time, it's like those rules start to come out and you're just like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to work on this thing and I'm just going to continue doing it. Um, And I've looked at and I've interviewed people and looked at their portfolios of people who've been doing this job for 20 years and they've been just doing the same thing over and over again and passed on them because there wasn't anything different. And so um i i had to go after some of those experiences after you know seeing the people who i work with who are so talented i have a team that is just amazing um and i have to stop them and say you have to do something different you can't just do the same template you can't just work on this and so i had to go back and say well how do i get it back and um after i've gotten away from that kind of excitement of learning I found that, uh, inspiration now comes from the things that you consume, the things that you are spending your time doing, the things that you spend your time watching or, um, looking at, or people you are spending time with, that's where inspiration comes. It isn't something where you have to really go out of your normal, um, way. The things that are going to inspire you to use your gifts, um, The best are the things that you are already interested in. So for me, I spend a lot of time playing video games and I look at those systems and I look at the experiences and identify how can I use that and what I'm working on. Um, I look at, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch YouTube shorts, some of them dumb, some of them funny, some of them inspirational. (laughs) Um, I (laughs) read stories. I watch stories. I consume media and especially characters. I really am very fo- person focused. And so that is one of the main things that you want to focus on when you're looking for that inspiration is that you you have to go to the things that you know, because those are the things you're interested in. And then you identify, well, what about that? You have to ask yourself that question. What about that inspires me and takes me there? And I I have a story about helping someone grow, but I would love to kind of hear is that what y'all have found, or what you have found, Scott? When you've went to go find inspiration?
0: No, I, I think that I think that's a good place to start. So uh, for me, it's all about there are two different kinds of inspiration that I'm looking for. Yeah, a lot of times there's the um, there's layout and design, and so mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like there's the design of the learning, mm-hmm. right? So how do I want to put things together? Um, a lot of that for me. Needs to kind of stay the same, so like begin with the end in mind, and you know how how are we gonna open needs can be a little bit different, right? but how I'm gonna open and the things we're gonna do to drive the whiff and what's in it for me are gonna be based on those objectives, mm-hmm. and that's where I can find creativity. um my standby is something i usually uh, stand standby is the minute to two minute funny video <laughs> that people don't understand how it connects to what you're talking about, but everybody can relate to it. And then it spurns discussion. That is a Scott shooty thing. And I probably rely on it a little bit too much, but it is kind of where I start. And then the layout is completely different. Like the layout for me is like, I'm going, I hate to say it. This is why I pay money for Envato. (laughs) So I'm going to go to Envato and I'm going to go ahead and try to find something new and different there. um, And, or look at other people's work versus, Here's your standard template and dump dump it in. That's that's my experience. I would love to hear everybody else's, but that's kind of where I start.
2: Yeah. So looking at other people's work, that's also a way to like get inspiration. You're like, okay, I know how I do it. How does somebody else do it? And so that's really good to look at how someone else does it because you kind of get trapped in your own design, your own like wheelhouse if you're doing the same thing over and over. So it's really good to like be able to digest other sources. Other ways of doing it, maybe other like color use, other layouts, and see what's more effective. And uh, yeah, it's definitely a good way to do it. Uh, also, iteration is a good way to find inspiration. Sometimes you can't just polish something over and over; you got to start over. That's that's what I found.
3: Uh, you know, I uh, I really I joked about being uh, you know easily amused and simple-minded, um, but I have been. In my life, so, so lucky and fortunate to be able to find inspiration fairly easily. I think one time I struggled with coming up with a design for something for like a day. And that was just a horrible thing. Just like a whole day, like beating my head against all. Like, what's this supposed to look like? Until finally, just figuring out, like, get out of my own way and just start to build you know i think so many of us get into this profession because we want to build cool stuff i have literally hired somebody because when they were summarizing what they wanted to do they are like i just want to build cool stuff and i was like man that's it that's the person <laughs> uh good news that worked out otherwise that would have not been so great but uh that's the thing like we get caught up in like all this other stuff all these other things Obviously, we have to build things that are moving knowledge, that are transferring, that are like clicking, that are making you feel like it's good and it's right and you're happy to have out there. But at the end of the day, like when I'm building something, like that's the 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 test, the only test, and this is gonna sound a little arrogant, but I'm here now, so I'm gonna run for it. Is would I put my name on it? Like if I put my name on it and show it to the world, and yeah, it's good to go. Rock and roll. Would I not? Well, then it's not done and it needs baked a little bit more. But like, there's so many awesome and wonderful things and good things in the world. And it's easy to get caught up and twisted around. Like, I'm sitting here. My desk is a mess. Uh, But I was literally, as we're talking about inspiration, the thing I was grimacing about is I have a little USB drive and I was thinking to myself about inspiration and drawing inspiration from things. I was like, that looks kind of like a spaceship. I'd be really cool to take that shape and like build that as like the background for like a space themed deck. I might do that. That sounds really cool. And then, oh, crap, people are talking. I need to zoom back in. (laughs) Very much
2: a a snowball effect sometimes inspiration. be Yeah, (laughs) but sometimes a downhill snowball, too. So be careful.
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's interesting that we went into like inspiration of looking at like the visual design of our courses. Because that's what we think about when we think inspiration. It's like, man, Mm -hmm. I want this to look real cool. And I want it to really focus in the the learner's eye and wants to tell this story, this visual uh, going forward into the next point and all of those things. And I have to stop the folks that I'm um, chatting with, who I'm talking with, who I'm reviewing courses for and say, wait, but what about like how you're drawing this story? Like, is this actually telling a story to get you from one thing to the other? Are you really... Um, telling this? Does it just look cool just for cool sake? Um, are you doing something? Are you inspired by something that just doesn't work? Or are you actually tying it into what this looks like for the learner? And so that's the other thing that you need to do is like tie that inspiration and make it work, not just from the visual aspect, but also focusing in on like what is the experience? Big experience guy, I really care about driving that experience for the learner. And so What are you doing in order to drive that story through that whole thing with that cool visual thing? Or like you said, Scott, having a template that you have to stay really close to is uh, something that we struggle with on a daily basis in some cases. And how do we evolve that over time is something I'm always considering and thinking about.
0: You know, one of the things that I think really helps is listen to podcasts like this, <clears throat> in my humble opinion. Right? So, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I mean, honestly, I think that one of the things that's really important in this industry is you got to stay on top of what's new and changing because it's always new and it's always changing. And that can provide inspiration. Like,
3: mm-hmm. oh,
0: my goodness, I was looking, listening to a similar podcast. And they were talking about, you know, the best way to learn is by making mistakes. Oh, my God, you are so right. How do I do that? How do I build in failure into my exercises? And I came, by the way, super hard, but it's super hard to do. Um, (laughs) There was a post on LinkedIn from our good friend, Garina Gupta, asking that same question. Um, I haven't quite figured that one out, but it's still one of those things I know I want to try, right? Um, uh, Amongst a list of about a thousand other things that um, people who I respect have said, I've tried this, it's really good, you should totally, totally try it.
1: Yeah, and I've I've been there oh, where yeah. I've built something with the experience of failure built in, and I was like, no, you gotta get to this point. And it's funny to watch the the learner react to it because some of them were just like, what the heck? I got that wrong. It's like they're back in school again. They're like, no, I'm I'm gonna get 100 on this thing, you know, <laughs> and go back because it was built in with intention that you have to do the thing. So if you don't know the thing, you're not gonna do it right, and so. That's one of those interesting things. And I just remember that clearly that person being so upset and then getting that feedback and saying, but you learned, didn't you? And they're like, yes.
0: Like, how do we remind ourselves about what's unique amongst ourselves or strengths, gifts and abilities? How, How can we do that so that can build an environment
1: where we inspire ourselves, inspire others? Absolutely. So I'm going to tell a little bit of a story before going into that, um, uh, about someone that I was, uh, chatting with here recently. Uh, and I've been going through this, uh, exercise of really identifying what do I want? How do I want it? How, what do I want to do? Um, and how do I want to do it the best? How can I be the best at what I'm doing as I'm doing it? And that's where all of this inspiration talk is coming from, for me personally. And I'm helping, um, this person, um, try to learn. they're fresh out of school they're trying to figure out what to do for next and all of those things and I was talking to her and she was I was like, you're great at this, you're gonna do it. everything's gonna be wonderful. You have these things, you have these skills, you have these gifts you can do this thing these things. And um, she she let me know and she stopped me and she said, people have been telling me that my whole life that I'm really really good at stuff. Um, whether it's people that she's worked with, her former bosses, that she's going to go places. And she would lay in bed at night and wonder why. And in that moment, when I was thinking about what to I tell this person, I was inspired by shounen anime of all things. Um, and, and in that moment, <laughs> I, I let her know that she needed to have a statement of truth for herself. And I said... Those and shown in anime, one of the things that they all have is a statement of truth that nobody is ever going to tell them different. I am the Hokage or whatever. Right. Mm. And she's like, that is the most adjacent thing that I have ever heard come from your mouth. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, because that's what I'm inspired by. That's when I go and I watch these things or I look at these things. I'm inspired by the 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 story beat that that one thing is so relatable that statement that i am going to work on and i am going to do so when we talk about what are your unique gifts strengths and abilities it's really important to have that statement of truth for yourself what is it that you do and how are you going to do that thing and that the important piece of that is you're not going to let anybody else you know sever that truth for you and so think about when you are trying to get that, um, think about what it is that you do well and how you do that thing today. And can you simply state that thing in a couple of words or less? Do y'all have that statement? I do. Oh yeah. I, I want to make do. beautiful things. Mm. that's that's wonderful that's the
2: one thing i i art i love making the world beautiful Mm -hmm. so
1: and that's your truth nobody's gonna stop you from doing that and no and if i said zeta you can't make beautiful things you just you know i'm
2: like you can't stop me (laughs) 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 because that's what i want to do indeed let's let's hear somebody else
3: oh like i have like my uh my core statement my core and you know, like when I coach people i I tell them something very similar, like, "Hey, at the heart of you is is this yes, no switch is this core statement, this core belief, and like what is yours?" And I know mine uh, I absolutely positively feed off of and need helping people to like be ready to make. Pivotal life decisions like not like everyday stuff like which grocery store should I go to but like those difficult life defining choices like I love to know that I have played a part in helping somebody be ready to make the decision that's right for them like that's that's uh, that that's that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You've been there. Just cool. Aww. Yeah, Thanks. Huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, it's really interesting
0: that you bring this up. The very first thing that popped into my head is something that I had to recently develop for myself. So if you think about the world that we live in, um, just having a sidebar conversation for this podcast, with people like, I'm looking for a new job. A lot of people looking in transition, right? A lot of of listeners looking in transition. Hey, I want to go to K-12. I want to get into ID. Or I'm sick and tired of ID. I want to get into coaching, whatever. Like, you have to have an elevator pitch for yourself. Because in the interview process, we all get this question, which is, ooh, tell me about yourself. And nine times out of 10, what we do is say, here's the long, um, abridged version of my resume, ma'am or sir, <clears throat> which is boring as all get out and not great. So having that elevator pitch that is um, associated to your truth is really, really important. So the abridged version of mine is that I'm a learning architect and coach who um, really loves to inspire others to develop engaging, relevant, and um, fun learning activities that help others grow and provide impact for those they serve. That's my truth. And for me, the most important part in that is that, that, is that personal growth part. Because I f- think far too often in our sphere of influence, people are like, well, we got to deliver results to the bottom line. We got to make things happen. Like, I, I really want people to grow through that process. If you're, if you're, you, they're not mutually exclusive. I said it a thousand times. They're not mutually exclusive. You could deliver impact, whatever that impact needs to be. But there needs to be that human growth. People need to get better. I don't care what you're training. Compliance on why they
1: should change their
0: password still has that human growth potential in it that I really want to unlock.
1: Yeah, and and mine's similar. Like mine is, I I have two statements, but like my my purpose statement, my one, my truth is, I help people grow. That's that's what I do. Like if I can uh, go and um, the people around me say, yeah, that Jason guy. Um, he relentless, he's relentless in the pursuit of helping me grow. Like he just, he's on me. He's telling me about it. He's talking to me about it. Um, he wants me to get to that. He's helping me figure out what I need to do next. Like he's helping me. Like that's, that's what I want to do for the people around me, whether they report to me, they're a friend that I talk to or, or whatever. Like that's, that's important to me. And so that's what I gear my strength to. That's what I, that's what I gear my, uh, my gift and my abilities. I, I have a, another one where I create experiences just cause it's fun. That's more passion based, right? That's my passion statement. I create experiences and that's just fun for me. And I lean into that and I study those two things in my day to day. I study how can I help people grow and how can I create experiences? And that's where I find my inspiration.
0: All right, so we're getting to that uh, point in time in the show where we're gonna start to think about wrapping things up. Before we do, Jason, this has been great. Like I think we could talk all night and you know oh, yeah. get you back and talk some more because I think it's really thought provoking, which is great. What are some what are some things, or maybe just that one thing that you wanted to make sure that our listeners really take home with them today that either you didn't get a chance to talk about or you would like to spend a little more time talking.
1: Um, the one thing that I'll say, um, is that when you are feeling that things are becoming normal and easy, that's when you need to reach out and realize that maybe things are not, um, as they should be. Um, if you've gotten to a place where you're like, Hey, this is very rigid and I'm not growing. If you're looking at something that you created today and it looks the same, as what you created six months ago or a year ago, even you need to look at it and identify, okay, I've, I've gotten into a rut. What is next? And so that's the main thing that I want to make sure that we take away today is I've, I've been there. I'm I, as I said, I'm a grizzle professional. I will do it and do it the same if I can, because it's easy. And if it's easy, It's not necessarily wrong, but it doesn't mean it's your best.
0: All right, Jason. Hey, thanks for uh, showing up the amazing things. Could you go ahead and do us a favor? Could you let our audience know how they can connect with you?
1: Absolutely. You can uh, find me on um, LinkedIn. I'm a manager of instructional design. There's a lot of Jason Watson's out there, but I think I looked and there's only one that is a manager of instructional design. Uh, and then you can also email <laughs> me at uh, Jason for smiles at gmail.com. No, I am not a dentist. I am just a very happy person. That's that's all that is. <laughs> huh. Woo!
0: That's right. Promoting positivity which is a good thing th- to do. And I don't care who you are, or what you say, it's a really good thing to do. We all need more of that. So thanks for being on the show, Jason. Fantastic stuff. daniel Yes, Scott. Could you do us all a favor and let everyone know how they can connect
3: with us? Absolutely. All right, party people, you know the drill. If you haven't already, email us at nerds at the learning com. Email us any questions you might have Join in on the discussion. Tell us what keeps you inspired to keep doing what you're doing. We would really love to know, and we would love to share it with others. If you're on Facebook, you can find us at Learning Nerds. For our Instagram folks, Fab Learning Nerds. And lastly, for more information about us, what we do, and updates we've got coming up, www.TheLearningNerds.com. Scott.
0: Hey, thanks, Dan. Folks, could you do me a favor Will you hit that subscribe button? Will you share this podcast out with your friends? And I mean it! I mean it! Take that share button on one of their social media platforms you found and share with your friends. It'd be great for you get the word out. Inspire your friends with the groovy stuff that Jason had to say here today. Oh, and also do us a favor. Hey, if you like the show, leave us a review. like the show, leave us a review. Either way, it helps us out. It helps us get the message out to more people, and that's super duper important. And with that, I'm Scott. I'm Dan. I'm Zeta.
1: And I'm Jason.
0: And we're your Fabulous Learning Nerds, and we are. Thanks for listening to the Fabulous Learning Nerds. You know, there are a lot of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention. Meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment of offerings. If you're, if you're thinking of giving it a try, if you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com/be to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com/be.